Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Get Peeled podcast with Hannah Eden and Paolo Barreto. That's right. How are you guys doing today? I'm good, baby. How are you? Well, I was asking them, but how are you doing? <laughs> Man, I'm doing good. <laughs> That's good. It's been a good day. It has indeed. Well, this is the very first episode of the Get Peeled podcast, mm-hmm. and this has been in discussion. Oh, Ellie girl. Our dog just fell off the couch. For honestly over a year, I think that we've more. put it off. Much yeah. More. More than that. We've had all like the marketing, the branding, apart from the logo, which just got created, which is cool, uh, done for a while. But reason, all the intentions. Right, all the intentions. The reason why we didn't pull the trigger is because we didn't have the bandwidth, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, there was just too much going on, and I feel like releasing a podcast needs to be consistent. So now we're here, and there's no better time to do it than on the very beginning of a pretty crazy life-changing trip that we're Amidst, and we have just begun. It has just begun. Six yeah, days, seven? Yeah, I think this is actually officially. Friday! Oh, God, up top. Dang, girl. Hey, one we weekend. Know, we mm. did a murder each other. That's good still married. <laughs> and we're still married. So let's talk a little bit about that. And today we're going to go into this trip that we're talking about that we're going on right now. This journey is called Hef on the Road, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we can explain a little bit about what Hef on the Road means, why we're doing this, um, what we're looking for out of this journey, and what it's going to look like for the rest of our business and how we are planning on adapting and kind of adjusting to a new normal while living the nomad life. Yeah. And if it's your first time checking this out, it's the first you just stumble on this. Half means Hannah and Fitness. And it's a company that we started 2015. Yeah, man, it's crazy. And right now it's 2021. That's right. Yeah. So Hannah and Fitness, that's our company. We do some shit, we do some fitness stuff. We do some shit. We do some stuff. So why don't we talk about Hef on the Road and how this all kind of just began. And maybe I'll, I'll start with giving a backstory of what Hef is mm-hmm. and how it began. And then you can take over on to what Hef on the Road is and why we decided to do this. And then well, I'm going to ask you a couple questions, like what you're looking for on a personal level. Can I ask you the Yeah. And then you should do the same. And if you've got anything else that comes up, you know, yeah. fire away. But let's set the scene, okay? Because we are... No frames here. We're out <laughs> yeah. living this. No, not at all. There's no script. Uh, there's a really good chance that there's a lot of people that are listening and not watching. Um, if you are watching, then you get to see what we're doing, which is right now, currently eating cauliflower pizza and drinking... Um, Casamigos. Casamigos on the rocks. Casa, with some fresh lime juice. And where are we, baby? Fuck, where are we? I don't know. Okay. We are in Iowa. That's right. Right? Yeah. Um, this is day seven of our trip. Uh, we we rented a house for three years, right, babe? Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't give the background yet on what happens. You well, didn't fucking give the background. I'm trying to. I was just asking you where the fuck we were. That was it. Three hour. Period. <laughs> this isn't going to be the last time that that happens when someone tries to take over. Not sure who. Wouldn't be me, ever. Girl, you gotta eat these crisps. I will. I'm You're usually the muscles. one who does. I know, but save the best to last. I guess that doesn't matter in this household. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about Hef real quick. So Hannah Eden Fitness. Hannah Eden, actually, full disclosure, my full name is Hannah Marie Eden. Maiden name was Gong and now is Barreto. Mm-hmm. But Hannah Eden stuck. Um, everyone thinks that Eden is my last name, but it's not. It's actually part of my middle name. And Barreto is our married name. 
And uh, Hannah Eden Fitness started back in 2015, like Carla was saying. Um, I started as a, a fitness athlete, and we can get into the background, and I feel like it's a whole other podcast for why I got into fitness, et cetera, et cetera, in the journey. But this is a really quick footnotes, spark notes, you know? Do you remember spark notes? Mm-hmm. Nah. What's that? Um, it's whenever you used to go to school, and sometimes you didn't want to read it, and you would cheat and go on this uh, website that's called sparknotes.com, and they would pretty much summarize the whole story into a paragraph. So when you're t- 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 you what it was, that. you just know what it was, you know? Mm-hmm. That's good, that's good. Well, um, so quick synopsis, my, my Spark Notes version of the journey. So started as an athlete in CrossFit. That was my first introduction to fitness. Uh, really, honestly, naively believed that I was going to the CrossFit Games at one point in my life, which is really <laughs> funny to think about now. But at the time, that was my reality. That was back then it was attainable. Now it's a bunch of superheroes. I don't even know if back then was attainable. Maybe that's just because you love me. No, attainable is in... I just did a chance. Like, like it's in the top 100 people, in the region. Normal, right? Like nowadays, they yeah, are no dying. Fucking, no fucking way. Nowadays. That's a whole other conversation too, right? Of like how the sport has um, evolved or transformed mm-hmm. over time. But um, so that happened and I decided that I would really train hard and not understand anything about integrity for form and function and how the body worked. And I suffered a lot of injuries just from bad training, bad programming just going so hard in the pain all the time um and i ended up degenerating a few well two discs in my back right so that was a really rough patch of time for like two to three years where i was in pain every day i would have to like sit down on the bed and it was fucking which is not uncommon no i know meaning people usually start so hard and the more you train obviously you get stronger and the catch is that you get stronger and your muscles develop in a rate where your skeletal system, your connective tissue, doesn't just mm-hmm. lower. Mm-hmm. So you start seeing the numbers go up, 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 and you say, fuck yeah, let's keep going up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the body can't take it. You're right. stronger, but the, the 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 support system is not ready for it's it. It's straight ego. It's, it's normal, yeah. For me, it was anyway. Like, I was pushing past the pain and pretending that I wasn't in pain. If you'd be like, what are you doing? Your back hurts. So I'm like, no. Doesn't hurt at all. No, it doesn't. It would like take the fucking breath out of my me, which is so crazy to think about. Anyway, long story short, mm-hmm. uh, suffered from a back injury that was really bad. And around the same time, a few things were happening in my life and they were very different and I was kind of lost. I was just graduating college, right? So I had a bachelor's degree in photography, but right at that time, I'm like, what the fuck? I, I, I'm not doing much more. I, I am doing photography, but I'm not enjoying it anymore. I thought that's what I wanted to do, but it's not. I actually like this fitness thing. Can you look at Ellie? She looks like she's stoned. Our dog. Um, if you haven't looked, if you can't see her right now, um, I'm going to describe her to you. No, no, don't, don't be a dick. <laughs> well, she's really small and she's white and um, she weighs five pounds, five and a half. Uh, about five and a half pounds. And her legs are too long for her body. She's thick <laughs> around the waist. And she sleeps about 95% of the day and snores louder than anyone I've ever heard. She wakes me up. She does wake him up and he has to kick her out of the bed. But, um, and right now I think she's had like some kind of grease on her hair. So she has a faux hawk and her hair is standing up. Her eyes are closed and she looked like she just smoked the biggest blunt. <laughs> she's really high. Anyhow, where were I? Where was I? You gotta help me stay on track on this stuff. You were tough on stay on track. Shit, I know. Guys. I know. Okay, so. Blah, blah, blah. A lot of different variables happening and a lot of different things happening. So I graduated from college, 
was lost. I was like, shit, this isn't what I want to do. At the same time, I was already like becoming an athlete in the fitness space. And at that same time, I had built my Instagram page. And at the same time, I entered that contest for Reebok and all these things are happening, but like the beginnings of a lot, not like a very solidified uh, direction of where I wanted to go. Anyway, we decided together, like this athlete lifestyle has to stop, right? Like I was pursuing this athletic career that was like, no hope, <laughs> honestly. But at the time it was like, let's be serious now. Like I'm, being, I'm committing 95% of my life, an hour life really, yeah to this sport with not really knowing if it was really going to go anywhere, not making any money, only spending it. Well, it's that time, man, that second piece. Hey, Siri. Stop, please. Nice. So I was committing all my time to it, right? Um, our time, because that meant Palace too. I was making a lot of sacrifices <laughs> that took away from... Watch out for the flame. Uh, took away from our lifestyle, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, both of us were trying to figure out who we were. Um, and Palo, you should give you a version of this part whenever I'm done. I'm going to, my spark notes suck dick. Anyway, yeah, I didn't go that going, route. We opened up, the... I'm trying to understand what happens. I opened up, we opened up Pumpfit. I wanted to keep Pumpfit very separate than Honey and Fitness because cross, CrossFit was a thing at that time. Ever since, now it's blended together. I have become the face of the, the, the business that we have built, but now it's not about Hannah Eden Fitness, which is why we keep calling it Hef rather than Hannah Eden Fitness, because it's not about me anymore. It is about an entire oh, community of people. Us. It's about us and the entire Hef tribe, you know? So now that I've explained that, you can take it from here, baby. I just finished this nipple. Um, so yeah, we, um, we opened a gym called Bump Fit Club that was in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And we opened in December 2015. Um, it was amazing. It was probably the hardest working years of our life. The best, the toughest. It's tough, man. Owning a business is tough. Oh my gosh. I know. Right? Owning a brick and mortar business is freaking tough. If you're watching this and you own a gym or a studio, oh, man, man, or sis, it's hard shit. It's, well, you got to do the jobs of, Hey people, we're yeah, all days man. off. And that's something that going. is really interesting to talk about, and that's actually coming up soon. Is that we had a really cool conversation with Jared, right? That the crazy yeah. trainer, and that's coming yeah. up on, on one of the podcasts. But to the point that Paul is saying, like, why did we continue going, even though we would sleep three to five hours a night, be there at six before six a.m., leave by nine p.m. Try and break even, commit your entire life to your community and team with not really much in return, cleaning the shit off the toilets, taking the fucking trash out, doing the marketing, doing this, doing that. Blah, blah, blah. Why do why do we say that? Well, again, whoever owns a studio or a gym or whatever it is, I think that the beginning is is the same for everyone. No one opens a studio because they love managing business. And they love managing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They open a studio because they love fitness, period. And in their heads, in our heads, was like, man, I love this so much. And that's, I guess, is the whole epiphany of life, right? Is to find something that you love doing, that it doesn't feel like work, that you can do for no money, and find a way of getting paid. And Turning passion into purpose. Exactly. And we all open for passion. And then when you open, you're like, wait a second. Where did the fitness go? I love fitness, but I'm not doing any of it, mm -hmm. right? 
uh, it's one of those audiobooks. I remember we're listening to one of these audiobooks, and it was a story of this lady. She loved baking. And then she opened a store. It was the email. I, I don't remember. She opened a store, and the second she opened the store, the last thing she did was bake. And she started to resent baking, but it right. wasn't really about the baking. That's actually a really interesting story. It was about a lady that fell in love with baking pies because of her aunt. Mm -hmm. Someone, some relative that taught her how to bake this. It was something that she did with them. It brought back amazing memories. So, because of that passion for this pies, yeah. it, the, the, you know, these pies, um, so I want to do this for a living. I want to make pies and I want to open the shop. And it's like, oh shit, actually, the reality of that is. You're not going to bake. <laughs> no, if you have time to bake, this, you'll make yeah, it there. And, yeah. and the whole moral of the story is she started to hate her job and hate pies and hate baking when, when really she just got so far away from why she was doing what she was doing that she started to resent it for the wrong reasons. And if you're reminded as to what you're doing, keep your passion. I've been there. Oh, me too. At some point I'm like, fuck this. I don't want to do this. Really? Really? Because, because usually whenever you open a studio, usually you, again, usually, right? To me, maybe if you're listening, for you, it's totally different. But you are... Maybe not at the pinnacle, but you are very high on your fitness game. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're training, you're consistent, you're loving what you're doing, you're loving spending hours in the gym, working on yourself, protocols and, 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 and programs. Discipline, yeah. Discipline. And then the second you open the business, boom, can do both. Mm. I think it becomes more than that, right? Because I think it's depends on the individual and it depends on the circumstances. There's a lot of circumstances that didn't help us, right? Our first business, for, for me, first business experience or life experience, really, I went from high school to college, college to working in a bar, and then from working in a bar to coaching in a gym to opening a gym. Mm -hmm. Like, it was so much at once, or maybe for the wrong reasons, which we can get into as to why we opened and why we closed one That would be a great fucking podcast to listen to. Mm -hmm. You should definitely film that. Um, but it all started for the wrong reasons, maybe. And then it, meaning like, I'm going to do this to show you, you know, mm -hmm. for me, for me, yeah. uh, th there was a lot of that. Um, obviously the passion for bit, the fitness part of things was all, always there, but I don't think I would have made such a drastic decision and made such a fucking rah to open up a gym. If, if that hadn't have happened, maybe I would have tried to get more experience under my belt, more education under my belt, you know? We're trying to do both at the same time. I respectfully disagree. I think you're full of shit. All right, cool. Because you, when you have an idea in your mind, you fucking go. There's no, <laughs> let me build this. Let me see if I'm cut out for this. Bullshit. Yeah, but back then it you wasn't like that. just go for it. Yes, you was, babe. Well, I think it this was is just, a really good segue. It was just like that. Here. I can't wait. Yeah, get off. No, no, no. no. I want to have a new one. I want that. Thanks for giving me one and a half slices of pizza. Well. Well, to Paolo's point which is why we're actually talking about this exact episode, which is why did we do Hef on the Road? And what Paolo's saying is exactly why. And I'm going to segue and kind of transition into it, and I'm going to ask you some questions. Did you fucking put it in the oven with the cardboard on? Whoa. <laughs> Listen, we're getting some more now. Paolo put the cauliflower pizza in the oven with the cardboard on. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this has not a bit of fire. I'm not sure. But what do you mean fire, man? Um, we have an open gas oven, and because, that's safer. Because I keep track of the cooking. Mm -hmm, sure. Oh, man. Uh, so the point of the, what I'm trying to say here is that 
We absolutely love fitness. We began this journey because we fell in love with fitness and we wanted to change lives through fitness because we understood what fitness had done for our life and we wanted to pursue that passion and make it a purpose and turn it, turn it into something that could support our life. Whenever we began the journey of that, I think we both thought that we were going to have this mom and pop's gym and we were going to have this little place in Fort Lauderdale and that was all we really wanted or thought that we'd set up our eyes on and sights on and we were going to have that and have family and the kids would be running around and we'd start a daycare and that stage came and that was at 24 years old when I was young and had no idea. I had a different idea in my mind. What did you have? <laughs> like those open one gym, then open two, three, four, five. Wow. Start competing with like the biggest brand. I don't know, because we really believe, I re still really believe in the program that we ride. I think that it's transformative. I think that it, it it's a, it's engaging, it's it's different, it's unconventional. I think that it helps you work not only the physical abilities, the physical attributes, get better at that, but get better at, at life, get better at mentally, you know what I mean? I would 100% agree. Anyways, and whenever you believe that, you're like, no, we're gonna take everyone on. And I don't doubt that, but I think one thing that we both recognized and, and, and discovered through that journey was that we both absolutely do believe that our brand, Pomfret Club, could be a huge, uh, brand that could franchise and have multiple locations around the country where th there is a lot of interest in that. But one thing that we do also recognize is that we don't like to run a gym oh. and we're not good at running a gym. There's so many things that we're good at. Why focus our energy in a space that this isn't our strength? And I'm all about making uh, weaknesses into strengths. But when you have multiple other strengths surrounding you and you're choosing that over the others, I think mm -hmm. that's kind of like you're, you're, you're self-sabotaging there a little. So that's one point. And I think that the other point is we were so passionate, and well, it has to do with the with the era that we're in. All I love of a sudden, you. era, era. Oh God damn it! I love you. It's my accent. I love it so much. You have that too. I know it's so cool, right? <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, we're able to reach more people through the digital platforms, and now we are able to use. And at some point, that was the that was the dilemma, right? That was okay. We. Stay with one gym, we impact our community or we try to impact the world, right? Right. So let me transition before you get there to explain kind of why we decided to do this. And this right? is going to be a four-hour podcast. No, it's not because we don't have that much time. And, and I think we should only keep them short because it could get way too much and probably people will lose interest or something. Yeah. So this is, I'm going to wrap this part up and then keep going with where you're going. Before that, I think there's a big piece, which is we opened up the gym to, because we love fitness. Then we discovered that, oh my God, running a gym and opening and having a gym is not about fitness. It's about owning a business and understanding new client acquisition, how to retain your members, how to get new members, how to make an impact in the community, mm -hmm. how to market and get your website running, how to keep your team in check and make them realize that you believe in them because if you don't believe in them, they don't believe in what you're doing. And there were so many fucking things. How they up. achieve what they want to achieve. Yeah, it's like... it was, there was just so many things. It was like, wait, we are not cut out for this. Uh, there are so many other things that, that we have our fingers in that we realize that we're really great at, and that was discovering that we are great at building an online business, and we're great at building like an online presence, and, and, and we've built over the years a really strong, fucking incredible community. Yeah. And now it's to the point where we have to pursue it. We have to focus our energy here. And this is why we decided to do Hef on the Road. Hang on. Obviously, COVID is a huge piece of this, but... Mm -hmm. Whenever COVID happened, um, we 
had a dilemma, which we can talk about another time, which was to decide. That's right? another story, yeah. Mm -hmm. If we open, if we try to push through and continue and make pump fit work, or if we don't, because business model that we had built, so that all the points that I'm saying that we didn't have that much experience, it was the first business that we'd opened together. It was the first time we'd ever worked in business together. Mm -hmm. um, that the business model that we had built became a passion project that would break even, but it wasn't a highly profiting business. Um, and around- Or scalable. Right, not scalable at all. But back in 2017, when I, whenever Pump Fit was thriving, as for being a new gym, um, yeah. when I decided to open up and really put energy into online, Hannah Eden Fitness, Hannah Eden underscore fitness social page <clears throat> and hannahedenfitness.com, Paolo stayed at Pump Fit, fucking ran the show. I put my, my energy into an online digital space and uh, as an experiment, because that's kind of a lot of interest from photography and being on the computer and marketing and creating uh, graphic design, et cetera, et cetera, was really intriguing to me. And then putting that with my passion for fitness helped us build this online presence. And I Well, think which by the way, if you guys are watching right now and you follow the tribe and you follow the training, dang, the first year or two, it was just you, alone. And she would come to me and say, hey man, I created these templates for each workout, Omeo Champ, and 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 when people subscribe, then I can send it to them. Manually, it and shout out you. to my half tribe that is still here. It was all you, man, After alone. All time, I didn't touch it, I didn't see it. In my head, I'm like, dude, uh, we, got a, we got a ship, and the ship is in the water. We gotta know where we're taking this ship. And yeah, and then you started online. But but you know, it's one of those things that as we get older and more experienced in life, you understand that things happen for a reason. And shit, the online business is, is the reason why we're here today. Yeah, it is. And I'm so grateful for that. And I'm grateful for trusting my gut and not knowing what the fuck I was doing, but knew that it was something I could feel it. And I knew it, yeah. and I wasn't sure about Pumfit, but I was so sure about mm -hmm. Hanedon Fitness, you know. And I, I put all my eggs into that basket for a lot of years, man, and I never ever got anything out of it. Um, but I knew that it was going to get to somewhere, and I think that just from consistent effort of believing in myself and believing in the brand and believing in the support that we have and that you have provided and that our community has provided, like. I knew it was going to be something, and I'm so glad that I went with that. Um, but I want to ask you, um, after we did close Pumpfit, which was a really mm -hmm. tough decision, which we'll talk about. So we closed Pumpfit May 2020, in the midst, in the like, in the very peak, peak of COVID. Yeah. And um, many reasons behind it. Then, well, we can talk about that. No, I know time. that, but I mean, many reasons behind it. But COVID, man, it's it's mm -hmm. it posed a bunch of questions. And that's going to be all for another episode of the podcast. But we did. We closed. And then when we closed, for the first time in our lives, really, honestly, we're able to work on the same project. Mm -hmm. Which was tough. I mean, we're fucking married. Oh my God. Like, come on. We know some fitness people that are married and they run businesses together. And I can't wait to meet them on the road and really get inside and if, if they're comfortable with that. To really understand because... And peel it. And peel the fuck out of them. Meaning, because... Cut the bullshit. Our reality, our reality is only what 
we're, we surround ourselves with. Mm -hmm. And that's all we know. Mm -hmm. It ain't easy, bro. It ain't easy. <laughs> it ain't fucking easy. Shit ain't easy. Shit ain't easy. But um, I want to ask you, because, yes, COVID closed, and uh, to your point, we will talk about that another time, but for me, COVID highlighted so much. That made Hef on the Road become so real so fucking quick. Because it showed me when we were forced to slow down, when we were in lockdown, I couldn't, right? So I know that I know what I'm seeking from this journey for myself personally and for our marriage and for our business. But what are you seeking personally? Let's start there. And then for our marriage, you go personal, I'll go personal. You go marriage, I'll go marriage. You mm -hmm. go business, I'll go business. Well, to go personal without getting too crazy about it, it's too, well, one opportunity that we have. It's okay. because COVID. Get close to me. Oh. Yeah, the mic needs to hear this. Come on over here. Um, well, everything's closed, right? Not everything. Most states are closed. And uh, we always love being outdoors. More you than me. I guess it's something that grew on me. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I wasn't exposed to that growing up. That's the thing. <laughs> right? God damn it, I'm sorry. Right? I wasn't exposed to it. Nope. But anyways, we learn, we evolve. If you were stranded on an island <laughs> and you could bring one thing with you, what would it be? Booty wipes. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real now. Um, personally, get to see, I mean, we travel a lot. We're fortunate enough to be able to travel a lot for work, uh, for ourselves, for pleasure, for business, whatever. And, um, we don't know enough. I don't know enough of the country. And here's the catch about the United States. It's got everything. Mm -hmm. It's got the biggest, most majestic landscapes in the planet. Oh, yeah. All the extremes that you can think about. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm super excited for that. To be out there, learn more, and kind of become more of a uh, fitness adventurer. I like that. Okay. You know what I mean? That's up. Because we're fit, cool, we can squat, we can do it all, we can lunge, we can do it all. But uh, it's cool to try and put Guy's that... Guy's pretty confident. Guy's pretty confident. What do you mean? You know, we can do it all. You know, we can squat, we can lunge, we, do we it can all do it all. As in, okay. I'm just fucking with you. Do it all as in, um, we're able, we're fit. We got the ship. And we're healthy, that's it. Yeah. And um, to be able to apply that to being outside, to hike, to bike, to do all kinds of crazy shit, climb, and apply fitness into a real cool environment. I'm excited for that. Really How about cool. you? Oh man, mine's a, probably a little deeper than that. I, I, and that's amazing. I can't wait. I, that is also valid for me too, I think. Um, in addition to the fact that whenever we do travel for work, we don't really get to see anything because we're just moving so fast and yeah. our head is in a totally different space. One night at a hotel, moving from place to place to place, you know, yeah. we don't really get to experience it on a personal level. Um, so I really like that we get to slow down and kind of do this on our terms. But like I was saying before about COVID, whenever COVID happened and we went into lockdown, it scared the shit out of me because it highlighted so many things that I think I knew 
but because I was moving so fast and life was so rapid, um, I didn't let myself understand that that's kind of where I was at. So I just couldn't slow down. Like yeah. I walk in gear six and that's all I know. And why do you think you could slow down? Because that's all I've been doing. I mean, if <laughs> Atomic Habits, great book. It takes 21 days to create a habit, right? Mm -hmm. For the last, for three to four years, all I did for three to four years was work and put work first yeah. and travel and say yes to every single, you know, that was a great piece of advice that was given to me in the beginning, which was say yes to every single opportunity. And I did, but at some point you've got to start saying fucking no, man. Because and you can't. No. You, Hannah, no. you can't. I can't say no. Yeah. Um, I'm a people pleaser. I like to serve others. These are things I've discovered about myself. I like to make other people happy and I don't like to create disappointment or um, I don't like to do, I don't like to disappoint people, I guess, which I'm discovering a lot about myself as I grow older and I, recognizing those values and too and like understanding where to trim them and put some pumps and brakes. But um, I definitely recognize whenever we weren't having to be at Pumpfit every day, uh, when I wasn't able to travel for work, whenever we didn't really have to meet up or, or communicate with either our team or my employees or anyone from my team because we were just kind of all doing our own thing. It's like, hang on, I'm creating stress when there's no stress because I don't know how to operate in any other zone than... Without stress. Without stress. Like, I thrive off stress, which I used to think was so such a strength. But, uh, you know, that podcast we listened to with Renee Brown and, and, and Tim Ferriss, it's yeah. like, at what time, at what point does this... Uh, high achievement and like fast paced drive and like highest achiev uh, achiever like a mentality and and pace of life become an obsession that it becomes unhealthy and actually being true and embracing who you really are which comes at maybe all the things that we strive to be are what we're not naturally good at yeah. um all those things that i'm working so fast fast and hard to become or to do to make a reality are probably the places that I actually just need to accept that that's not a strength and it's okay to let it be but I think that is a line too and I re recognize that and before I in the past I never recognized it it was always like no this is our time to grind this is you know this is for our future I'm doing this to build 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 I know it's going to get us somewhere but I lost the sight of but you're wearing how about me right well, you're wearing all these things that you're trying to achieve so thin. Like, A, yes, yourself, me, myself. Mm -hmm. I was becoming, my hair fell out for fuck's sake. My hair was literally falling out in clumps of my ha hair, which is why I now don't have red hair if anyone has ever not heard that story. But I, I'm fucking gray as shit before I even turned 30, which I'm, I'd love to know if that's actually a thing or not. But, you know, like okay. I created anxiety, which... I didn't believe in at some point in my life, which is so funny to me now to understand, like to totally understand it firsthand. It's like, man, but I can also sympathize and understand that the people that don't suffer from anxiety, they don't get it. I used to be that person. I used to think it was a made up thing and it was just a label. And now I disagree with that entirely. And it is 100% a thing. And uh, a lot of the time self-inflicted and controllable which I do recognize too yeah. through a lot of my 
crap doesn't work. But um, I recognized that I, that wasn't healthy and I started to become that lady that baked pies. I started to become really resentful and I started to dislike what I was doing and it was terrifying to me to feel like I, be, I felt like I became an imposter that I was like showing up every day with a smile on my face and everything is always great because it genuinely used to be that it never was an act and then in the last year and a half when my health and my personal mind mental health and physical state too like became compromised I started to realize like this is all self-inflicted and I need to slow the fuck down and the reward is not going to matter if I can't get that for my own mental clarity I want to live what I love I want to stay true to who I am mm -hmm. and I want to have a marriage like I war I want to have friends I, I want to have my community my family around that's who I am right like that's who I am and uh, it became just work on I got to do this because of this I, I'm, I'm going here yeah. because of this and it was like giving myself because whenever you, so, you yeah. have this tunnel vision and you're obsessed with this goal there's a price mm -hmm. there's a bill in a lot of other areas of, of life, I'm not saying your life, but life, get um, affected. Friends, you can't show up. Miss it's, every it's birthday, <clears throat> miss every dinner, miss, miss everything. And not even the missing, because you can still show up. But a friendship and, and, and honest relationships, they, yeah, those things matter, but it's the text message, it's the phone yeah. call, it's the I didn't even answer things. texts. No text. I would text things. back five days later. I still do that now, which I'm working on. Huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, what's the next topic? Marriage? What are you looking for? Yeah, in a marriage. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's tough because I think that the very first thought that I give to it is something very simplistic. I think that for years we were so focused in giving to our community, to our gym, to everyone that we were in contact with every single day. And uh, and it's not something that's thought out. It's not a rush. We just do it. Because it's in our nature, I think. Mm -hmm. You have to spend 30, 40 minutes being, you know, giving. And the most Saying ample, after work, having a conversation with someone it's for 30 the most minutes. Ample, in the most ample sense of the word, it's mm -hmm. of the term. We gave a lot for years. Mm -hmm. And in giving a lot, there was very little left over uh, for us to give to each other, I think. And I think it wasn't even intentional because it was everything was so blurred. No, definitely not intentional. Because it's like, Oh, I'm saying after, for to use that example, right? Like, oh, I'm saying after the gym to talk to Steve. And it's like, well, Hannah knows Steve or Paula knows Steve. And they're going to love that I'm here talking. But then it's like the other person's at home alone, like hoping that we could have some time together. And that's just a concrete next, but, right, example. And, and, right, it's very right. simple example. But, but then the next day, the next person has to be up at 3.50 uh, because fucking 5 a.m. class is up for that very short period of time. <laughs> Never again. But again, you know, and this is a very the most simple example. Mm -hmm. I think that in a very in, in in the most in the largest scheme that we can think, 
we started giving very little to each other. Mm -hmm. Not only that, on the good side, I think that we started giving very little to each other. And on the bad side, we always came to each other to dump all the negative stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's heavy. And if you think about So what the we balance do, is horrible. Right. No balance. Right. If you think about what we do, someone said this the other day, it's like a trainer's job is to ensure that your client, clients, community, whatever, feel supported and loved and um, validated, right? And this is what a huge part of this is, but you're giving us so much yourself. You're giving so much of yourself to others. But if you don't focus on refilling yourself, at mm -hmm. some point you're running on E, that it becomes miserable. And uh, and that's a narrative that we have with, yeah. with, with, with people who train with us. Mm -hmm. How many moms do we know that say, man, I don't have time to, to spend 40 minutes in mm -hmm. front of, of my screen to train with you. I have a husband, I have kids, I have I got to cook, I got to drive to soccer, baseball. And then we say, it's the same idea. Mm -hmm. We say, look, if you want to give your best, you got to be your best. And to be your best, you got to refill your tank. And this is your one time of the day, the one hour to refill your tank. I don't think that we had a break to refill our tanks. And, yeah. um, and I also think that the, the, the length of our relationship of being together for so long. And seeing the, uh, sorry to, to cut you, but being together for so long and seeing how we both grew into different not different people, we evolve into different humans. Which is super healthy to yeah. be okay with as well. A lot of people don't accept that, which is something that I value so much out of our relationship, which is that you allow me to move, you allow me to grow and move and shake and whatever, explore, right, who I am, like, independently, um, because I think that is important, because what I was saying before was, yes, that's important because we've been together for so long, but I think what I was saying was that because we've been together for so long, we fall back on that and almost feel like it's safe, mm -hmm. right? Which is not the case. Like it doesn't, you don't get to a certain point in a relationship and go, okay, now we're here, everything's good. We're gonna just like fucking cruise control from here on out. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work like that. It's constant effort to the end of the day. And my parents are a great example of that. Like they're well, now- That's hard. Yeah, it's hard. And I think them showing me that has been extremely valuable. Um, but that you can't give up, you can't stop trying, you can't stop filling uh, the relationship tank, you know? And and something that I talk about all the time whenever I do these mindful hours, right? It's like they're, they're, there's these facets that we have to keep full and we need to like focus on them, right? These three cups, which is gonna be your relationships, your personal goals and your business goals. All three need to be paid attention to. Mm -hmm. Our business was overflowing, right? Personal relationships, I let them both get really low. Yeah. And then I would like remember it and then be super extreme and then they'd go back down again and they go up and then back down again. So through this trip, for business, sorry, for marriage and personally and for business, all those three are here right now. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to not have to be so hyper-focused and write myself a to-do list to remind myself to take care of myself, to take care of my marriage, and to take care of the business. I want it to come as naturally to me for all three that it does right now for business because I'm 100% convinced that you will focus on what you focus on. Mm -hmm. And all I focused on has been business. So focusing on more self and more us, which is what we're doing 
we're letting it, it's going to, in turn, always give out some kind of result, you know? I agree. Yeah. Spent too much time, and this is just a term, we spend too much time uh, devoting ourselves to other people that it wasn't enough time to devote ourselves to ourselves. Absolutely. And to just make sure that everyone thinks that we're not going to quit on, on what we're doing right now, I think it's possible to do all three. And all three can thrive. But, but that's why we're here. Of course. Yeah. So let's get to that third point, right? Like, what are we looking for for business? If you want to go first, you can. You go. No, no, no. If you want to go first, you can. I, I'm ready if you want. If you want. Go ahead. Me? Yeah. Um, to do just that. To show that I can live what I love. And through living, we need to work, right? Um, I think that all three are possible, but there needs to be balance. And right now we're forcing ourselves into balance, just like you should force yourself to move if you don't want to move. And before you know it, it becomes part of who you are. Yeah. And it's effortless. And, and, and to be able to connect and travel and do what we love outside. Like we have so much shit books where we're going to leave this RV in a site take a backpack with a tent and go fucking hike five miles up a fucking mountain, sleep with the bears for a couple of days and come back. And don't worry, we'll take our camera. Mm -hmm. We'll shoot a workout. We're going to fucking connect and, and do what we can with our, uh, with our tribe. But we also get to fulfill ourselves too. Yeah. And I think that if we're able to feel fulfilled, that our business will thrive, our community will thrive and everything will just feed and the synergy between all three will just fucking flow. I agree. I needed to remove myself from the environment we were in, especially because of COVID. I felt so stagnant and yeah. stuck. Yeah. I think that from the business standpoint is we had this, uh, it was almost utopia. We, we, we got into fitness and luckily we got into the digital space of fitness <clears throat> uh, that in theory would allow us to do all these things that we want to do, shoot workouts, put them up, and create this community from anywhere in the world. But then we chose to be stuck in office. I know. We chose to be behind a computer, desk, nine hours a day. Yeah, but there is reason behind that. Of course there is reason. And, and I can't wait to talk reason. about it either. Wait, I, think no, it's valuable. I, I think that there will always be reason. Hence, the fact that we did it. Well, we wouldn't be able to do this if we didn't. No, I understand that. But it got to a point that it became detrimental to us, 100%. And, and again, detrimental to us on one side and on the other side, that dream life of, but wait, I chose to be in this space because we could do it from anywhere. And then that's what we're trying to do, we're trying to do it from anywhere. Yeah. Right? And it's cool because, you know, whenever you have a dream, I think this, to wrap this up, I think this has been a really cool, valuable podcast, by the way. But... Enable to pursue or reach a dream, right? <clears throat> that is really a goal. To me, dreams are goals and they can all be met if you don't quit. Is it a plan? Yeah, of course you need a plan, but this was part of the plan, right? Mm -hmm. Like this has always been, I remember talking about this. We were originally going to take it pump on the road. I have a whole notebook of whenever COVID first hit and we all maybe naively thought that it would be like just a thing and it'd be over real quick. <laughs> not the case at all, um, that 
we were like, all right, well, we've had to close Pumpfit, but we've got to keep this alive. Let's take Pumpfit on the road. And we were going to deck out this whole RV that we're in right now and make it all Pumpfit and meet up with people all around the country and da, 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 and make these huge fucking events. But it's like, all right, COVID isn't going to allow for that. Mm-hmm. Life isn't going to allow for that. It's not suitable, not safe to do, but let's still take Hiff on the road because we can still pursue a lot of the goals that we were trying to do and reach on that original trip but take them virtually with us and we're bringing the tribe with us. And if the time allows and the environment and safety is okay and it's safe to do so, then we can meet up with people in these random places, which will be fucking incredible and yep. do all these amazing things around, uh, around our journey. But, um, I guess the point of what I'm trying to talk to here, which my tequila, my one drink is now in my brain. It's in my face. It's in my face. Is that, it's been a crazy experience, right? We've, uh, we've been able to bring everything together. It's been a really valuable podcast. But I totally forgot my point. Oh, great, babe. That's great. <laughs> I think that the point we're trying to make you Were to you the... listening, though? What you, to what? I was getting there. I have no idea where you're going. You weren't fucking listening. Of course I was listening. I was next to you. So what did I, what did I say? That is your problem, <laughs> not my problem. So where, so where was I trying to get to? I guess that the point I'm trying to make is... I'm going to get that. Don't be the lady baking the pies. Yeah. That's it. So be the lady baking the pies. That's it. Because... It seems distant and impossible and it seems like a dream until you fucking do it. Yeah, and that's... I remember where I was going. So a dream is a goal and a goal is a dream. Right? So this trip was always a dream but it became a goal when we're like, okay, well, whoa, in order to do this, there's been a lot of legwork and I'll be honest with you. You did it all. No. No, for real. No. Well, that, thank you. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. That's not what I was going to say at all. What I was going to say is that this is the first time. I appreciate you. You're lucky lucky to have me. (laughs) I'm lucky to have him. And I'm lucky to have you. (laughs) Fucker. Well, maybe I lost my train of thought. Oh, you lost it again? No, I didn't. Just shut up. Let me wrap this up. (laughs) So I was going to say, (laughs) married life. (laughs) You're so annoying. I was going to say that this has been a long time coming and in my entire career, I've achieved a lot, but I've never felt fulfilled. As fulfilled as being able to do what we're doing right now. I am so aware of what it takes and what this means and that, that not a lot of people could do this. And this is the first time I've ever felt the reward and, and the the fruits of our labor. And uh, the only time I've ever allowed myself to stop and recognize that through all the hard work, we're now able to take our business on the road and have the support and um, community that we have and be able to, to, to do all three. Because a lot of people in this world that can't do that but we could have easily been on the statistics if we had allowed ourselves to be. And on that same breath, there's a lot of people in this world that could do that. And all that they might be in need of is a little push. Mm-hmm. There's a little, fuck man, I can do this. Mm-hmm. So again, don't be the lady baking the pies. So be the lady baking the pies. All right. Thank you for joining me tonight, babe. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for date night. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. I appreciate it. And all of you listeners out there, thank you so much. 
We appreciate it. And if we ramble too long, which I think went off over way too much, I promise you there's more structure. And we will have, no, try no. and keep these under 60 minutes. Uh, there's never fucking structure with us, no, no. But anyhow, let's uh, eat some but more hey, pizza. But hey, we're going to be here. Oh, there's more pizza. Yes. Yeah. We'll drink more. Yeah. I love you.